what we choose to focus on and what we choose to ignore plays a defining role in the quality of our lives. Hi, this is Sanjay Ved, and this podcast is on the topic of deep learning. We all are living in an knowledge economy where our work is defined by how up to pace we are with the knowledge and skills. We all have the same 24 hours to live and we have all kind of work which are thrown to us or on our way, uh, likingly, unlikingly, planned or unplanned. And we have to prioritize. And learning is one such thing which is needed to have better quality and more adequate and aligned work that we do. And in order to do good quality work, in order to learn, we need to prioritize. Our work can be defined as shallow work and deep work. Shallow work consists of routine tasks like checking your email, transit, meetings, etc. And deep tasks are the tasks where we actually end up creating something with a lot of concentration, long hours, learning something new. And this is what we want to do. However, in most cases, a lot of our time goes into the shallow work. And we we do want to do shallow work, but shallow work is not something which we are hired for. That's a supplementary work we do alongside. But if we do an analysis, you'll see that you spend a lot of time in meetings and post-COVID especially. Uh, a lot of meetings come away through Teams, Zoom and through other mediums. And, uh, you know, we are continuously busy. But being busy doesn't mean being productive, right? So we need to look at how do we segregate our time in doing the productive work, which is the deep working, and also do the shallow work. Now, we have four different methods in doing so, and especially in the uh, deep work perspective. One is monolistic. Uh, monolistic is where we segregate some part of our uh, you know, time, especially a chunk of time into devotion into a dedicated work or learning. This is uh, predominantly done by academicians where uh, during vacation of students, they have time uh, in order to uh, write thesis or learn or uh, writers who are able to go away for months or weeks and, uh, you know, do their research and write about topics. Obviously, there are exception for uh, normal professional workers. The other one is bimodal uh, deep working. In bimodal deep working, we find smaller chunks of time during our routine. Let's say a couple of weeks, go off the grid, go to a destination where you are uh, completely devoted to learning, completely devoted to your work, and come out with very meaningful work as an outcome. Then we have the rhythmic deep work. Rhythmic deep work is what suits the most professional, where we find a schedule such that we devote few hours in a day in terms of doing deep work, 
deep learning, etc. And also make sure that it is continuous, constant over a period of time. The fourth form of uh, deep learning is journalistic style, where we find various times as and when they're available. For example, a meeting get canceled. We use the time in terms of deep learning. It is very effective, very, but very hard to acquire or do such kind of learning because you have to switch on and switch out regularly. But the following these four methods, we are able to ensure that some part or a chunk of a part during a year, during a month, during a day is going towards deep work and conquer our quest in learning as well. Now, there are also four uh, areas of uh, uh, prerequisites which are required in order to accomplish these four methods. One is focus. We need to ensure that we are focused widely on what is important. Uh, for example, if you are a learner, you have all kind of courses thrown at you. You need to prioritize what is important, what is not important, because you have the same amount of time and you need to judiciously use what will be important for you. Then is metrics. Now, metrics is that you define how many hours and what outcome you are going to achieve if you are following for example the rhythmic or deep work where you have an x amount of time in a day devoted to learning or a deep work itself to come up with a productive outcome and then you keep a metrics that what is the score or what how much are you devoting in terms of time and output from your routine the third is keeping a scorecard now you're competing with yourself. So you need to ensure that what did you do yesterday? What did you do last week, last month and last year? And how you are in your dashboard of uh, deep work uh, scoring in terms of the hours, the commitment and the outcome you had planned for yourself. Fourth is accountability. You need to be accountable to make sure that you are producing their deep work, you are committed to your time and you are disciplined having metrics and ensuring they're keeping a scorecard. So hence it becomes very, very important. Another very, very important aspect is of, you know, endorsing boredom. Deep learning will be a very tiring exercise at times. Although your brain keeps working on the task in hand, but we need to give it a break. So whenever it's possible, try to find time to relax, doing things which will rejuvenate you. At the same time, your brain will have time to process the information and come up with new, new ideas. And obviously, uh, feed into your larger thought process. Something which I have come across uh, in deep learning in my own experience is finding novelty, which is 
giving yourself a break in a sense that you find a new location, a new environment where thoughts which are stuck for some time and you're not getting headways get, uh, you know, instigated, triggered, and you're able to reduce more ideas. This might be changing a location, going out to a hotel or a resort or a place. I remember writing one of my theses uh, in in United Kingdom and uh, getting stuck on some thoughts and uh, planning a visit to Oxford, uh, Oxfordshire, and uh, sitting in a cafe the whole day, in fact, for a couple of days, and then writing down my ideas. And that obviously got inclinated or uh, part of my thesis eventually. But it's a very important uh, aspect of deep learning so that you're able to have the 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 packets or uh, durations of four hours, five hours, eight hours over time of deep concentration, but then you're also able to rejuvenate back, uh, getting yourself break and going back to the task because this is going to be an ongoing activity. I hope this particular podcast, which is on deep learning, which I believe is very important for continuous learning is of benefit to all of you and it is also important to remember if you don't produce you won't thrive no matter how skilled or talented you are thank you very much